Hello and welcome to A Night In With Friends. I'm your host Andrew McNamee and joining me tonight it's our very own David McCallum. And also joining us it's the Lotus Eater himself, it's Mr Ross Craven. Right. How are we doing guys? Not very right. well. I enjoy a good plant. Yes. <laughs> What's happening? A Lotus Eater describes a person who lives in a dreamy idleness and is detached from reality. And it comes from the Odyssey, uh, where Odysseus and his followers landed in the North African land of the Lotophagi. Or lotus eaters, and they lived on the fruit of the lotus, which induced their dreamy forgetfulness. Facts of the day. It's another interesting fact. There'll be one or two more to come, I'm sure. Um, but and if you're looking forward to that and you want to hear more interesting facts, then uh, please get involved with the show and contact us on a night in with friends at outlook.com. As a Senate and friends, uh, we of course need to have some sort of drinking game, um, and what, what what better game than having a forbidden word for the show? So each show will have its very own forbid- forbidden word, which can't be said, and it, or it will result in a shot of some kind. Tonight that shot is a shot of Irish whiskey. Exactly. Um, has anyone any suggestions for a forbidden word? Well, it's getting a bit ridiculous that nobody's ever said it, or we've been too pissed or stupid to clock when it's been said yes and uh, I, I did a, I done a bit of research to see if there was an app like a voice recognition app that you could get is there? Uh, it does it work in Scotland they clock it it turns out there's no an app right so okay if anyone's listening who's yeah. an app designer you can get, get in touch with yeah, there's a space in the market uh, but uh, I did think of one uh, same as before a word that's common enough that it's common enough to be said but not in every sentence that we speak okay so I'll choose the word joke 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 no, that doesn't work. No, doesn't work. Doesn't work. No, except no, because there's an actual point in the show where we have a fact or a joke. Gag. Change the gag, no. <laughs> no, because that's no gag. That's not what it says. So why yeah. doesn't? Why don't you change that to gag? Uh, gag is the forbidden, forbidden word. word right. Uh. Gag's a forbidden word right. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Smart ass. <laughs> um. Okay. So to confirm then, the forbidden word is gag, uh, and if anyone is, says that word, it will result in a short kind of gag, though, a joke, or like a rag in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, actually, I love that we do that every show, where we try and clarify what word it is. What was it? Duck and cover. Duck and cover, or <laughs> duck the Time. Time. Look at the time, it's turned black. <laughs> it was brown. It's time to go. Time to go. Um, gag him or a joke gag <laughs> just to clarify you know. I had to have gag the other week <laughs> anyway <laughs> to confirm then the forbidden word is gag and it's a short Irish whiskey if anyone says it perfect um, time for news of the week Ross you any news stories for us this week I do, and um, it comes from, well I don't know if I should say the paper, can I? No. Nah, sorry, it comes from a paper, and uh, it's about... <laughs> a paper? <laughs> a, pa- a bit of paper I found lying about the office. <laughs> uh, it's about a McDonald's in Mary Hill, which is my neck of the woods, right. in Glasgow. Uh, it started playing classical music in an effort to reduce antisocial behaviour. Mm-hmm. That's it really, that's the story. Do you, um, apparently they've been doing it for a few years. Uh, How is that working it? I, well, I've not smashed the place up in a few weeks. So. But have they? Have they got any anything to prove that it's working? Well, if they've been doing it for a few years, they must have some some some, some sort of they must have results taken. To yeah, I didn't go into that much detail. These three pins smashed. How much these, pay, pay these tests need going for a while? Like before you. Well, see a number the of years. A number of years. No, this branch. 
has just been recently. Right. Other branches have tried. tried so what's the, what's, the, uh, what's the results from the other branches? I don't know, I've never looked into it that much. Like half a story. Yeah, half a story. No, my story was about Mary Hill specifically. So, I don't know. Like, and <clears throat> What would you make of it? Well, it's... Uh, this, well, I think... They did say it works in the uh, article, but obviously I don't, they don't have the proof that you're asking for. Well, well that thing... Sorry, Dave. No, no, I was just going to say, I think... <laughs> tend to find it a lot now, especially some McDonald's you go into, you just get a lot of youngsters hanging about because you can use your Wi-Fi. The youth. The youth. Yeah, that's uh, true, actually, you do. Yeah. They just they sit in there, they'll maybe buy a Happy Meal to share between 20. <laughs> <laughs> just sit and use the Wi-Fi because they've got charging ports for your phones there as well. Yeah. So really, that's what they do at the weekends now. Uh, I've been in on a Friday lunchtime before. There's a shock I'm always talking about from the establishment. Used code David I was in on a Friday afternoon and the cleaner was escorting a young girl out and said, Get it, you're bald, no remember. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, a young girl, right. so <laughs> maybe uh, they need to adopt the classical approach. Some bait holding Surely, though, if, if they're wanting to reduce the antisocial behaviour, they should take the charging ports out before they start thinking that classical music will fix it. Because using phones to begin with is antisocial. Exactly. Is it? Yeah, I would say so. Well, it's antisocial if you're in company and you're sitting on your phone. You get your. You, are you social- sitting piss? No. Antisocial? Like violent? Like youth crying? No, like, we know, we know what you mean. behaviour? Not like not being social. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you think everybody's just all of a sudden talking over the classical music? I knew what you meant. No, this fucker's like, no. This <laughs> fucker. He's like, no, you should have on their phones because there's no social. No, but we've moved on. We've moved that. on for that. Oh, really? Uh, that just that happened so seamlessly, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I told you you're as seamless as a I fucking sledgehammer in your head. Why are we talking about I asked if it was, if he thought it would work for reducing So you're talking about behavior. violence? Aye. Right, that, okay. You, you didn't pick that up, did you? <laughs> I thought you did, but obviously not. I think I kind of picked I thought it meant being rude. So, we moved on. So, how, how do you think it would work? Do you think you agree with the fact well, that I'm saying that it's going to stop people hanging about because nobody likes well, classical music? Either either that, or uh, it'll somehow kind of be more soothing and relaxing atmosphere rather oh. than some techno music blaring. And oh, I've never been into that McDonald's either. <laughs> I've never heard music. It's usually like soft pop songs that they play, and it's nothing, nothing that would get me riled up to go and fight with. I'm going for a fucking big man. I guess you get. Thank God they've got Beethoven on because I feel mental. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said it works. I don't work for fucking McDonald's. Don't let go of me. Clearly, no, you're fucking. No, I'm not very well. (laughs) He's shite. Right, next one. Um, well, song. actually, I think mine's leads on quite nicely from that one because it's about violent behaviour as well. What, reggae music and KFC? Is it China? No, no, no it's, been a, it's actually in Britain for a change. Uh, it was a new study on violent video games and their effects on children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the study surveyed a thousand... This is, this is real research for us where you actually look into the figures and stuff. But the study surveyed a thousand British youths aged 14 and 15 and quizzed them about their personality and gaming habits. But... What makes this study different from previous ones is they also asked the parents and guardians the same questions to see if there has been any change based on their gaming related habits. But, long story short, it concluded that there was no evidence to suggest that playing violent video games increases any signs of aggression. That's, that's been an ongoing thing for a it's while. Been, yeah, it has been. Because I always remember the game Manhunter, mm-hmm. and that was compared to a guy that murdered another guy the way they do it in Manhunter. Mm-hmm. That's been Grand Theft Auto, was obviously Grand a big hit all the time. Grand Theft Auto was mentioned. But I think what it is is it's 
in the past kids who have been done for these crimes are looking for something to blame and that's the first thing they can think of and they say oh I've just it was because I've seen it in a game that I've done it well, I, I don't think I, kids are as well, I know I know exactly what you're saying but really you need to take responsibility yourself if, yeah exactly if you're getting that easily led by a game mm-hmm. yeah. just so, use a, a scapegoat from uh, yeah, like yeah. politicians said before like two packs music and all that about inciting violence against police and video games GTA it's the kind of person you are to begin with it's nothing to do with that yeah. influencing I wouldn't think so anyway yeah. no exactly plus when I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that, if I steal a car I usually just throw in the classical music <laughs> you can't write your police star goes for 5 to 2 what <laughs> <laughs> that no throwing Big Macs about <laughs> But I, that was the that was the one I had found. But I, I, I've never thought that games had influence. I mean, I've played these kind of games when I was younger, and it never influenced me. I've not been a fight in my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we're in agreement. Yeah. Oh, oh no, nah, this isn't my news story, but it's like no, I've, I don't. It's no. I'm not going to say much about it, but I've noticed the new army recruitment advert, and it's calling on gamers. We need you and an Uncle Sam type way. Why? Why are they targeting the gamers? Is that because that's what? most kids nowadays are doing rather than being out and being active or trying to say if you're gaming the army's for you probably I mean just on like the war games and stuff at Call of Duty and that my wee brother plays them and he at 14 he knew all the names of all these different types of guns and I was like what the fuck like how do you know that yeah. did you buy um, it for Christmas and what's that army <laughs> <laughs> it's a gun in the school <laughs> But that, that's what you're saying, like, the army's probably, like, I don't know, they might feel that, uh, they, might, they might feel that these people that are playing these games think, oh, that more, more easy, like, I, I can do these missions, no bother, I'm passing them, I can get in the army, no bother. Yeah, there must be a reason, there must be some sort of personality type that's more prone to playing video games, I, I that don't, target uh, and all that. I don't know much about it, I've just, I've seen the advert, kind of, blankly, and I thought, I wonder what that's all about. But my news story leads into your recommendation for last week. Uh, Remind us of that again. Cold showers. Ah. Uh, so I was watching a very popular daytime television show, which I'll not reveal the name of. And Loose women. Correct. Was it? And it was, t- <laughs> it was talking about a couple that haven't done a certain thing for 10 years. And that certain thing was not putting the heating on. So they're in there, wrapped up in their jackets, and seemingly you like this as well, Roscoe, with your your fiscal ways, but they've saved £15,000. But not turned the centre For 10 years, and they claim not one of them have ever had a cold. So that can elaborate on a wee bit from your cold showers last week with health benefits. Very good. I'm not that, I've seen it on constantly, I'm not that tight. I know I get a reputation. I'm so glad you bring that up, because I've seen that as well, and I thought that would be ideal for him to hear. What what would you do with fifteen grand to save over ten years? Because a lot of the panelists on the the loose women were hanging off their head and saying, "Well, they're obviously using it for a holiday to get a heat." So, <laughs> so, so well, I mean, I suppose that's the most cynical way of looking at it, isn't it? That's not much money. That's not much more, is it? Like it's fifteen hundred pound a year over twelve months. I mean, you're not getting a big cash injection of £1,500 a month. Over oh, 10 years, it's a lot, though. Aye, but it's just, it adds up to a small amount each month. So they've obviously been saving it, if Aye. they've managed to get this figure. Aye. You know, because they've kept their data and statistics and look, you're fact-finding for McDonald's. <laughs> I don't think you go to that extreme. Just go for a cold shower and then put your heating on. 
to feed the purpose of the cool chill. Getting get cold, well, freezing, get that heat though. Three bars! Three bars! Um, is there any, any, any other news stories? No, I think you've ripped the piss out of me well, quite I, well enough. I'll the, finish the just on the music thing as well. I did find another thing that I thought was quite interesting. <laughs> um, Toto's hit song Africa. We all, oh. like, we all like it, aye. In desert. It's in the desert to be played for all eternity. Yeah. Um, Guy set up a sound installation in Nambia, which is thought to be the oldest, world's oldest desert. Aye, and he didn't tell anyone the location about it so that nobody's going to go there and prove them trash wrong. It, or trash it. <laughs> Surely they're aware of trash it. Maybe if it's a bad sn- sandstorm. James is based in the weather. That was perfect. <laughs> perfect, that'll do it for news of the week. Um, host questions. Okay, so um, I think you started last week, Dave. So, Ross, you get any questions? Hi. Um, have you ever ate shit out of your... No, wait, wait, wait. Done I won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Underscore that. I thought I'd lower the tone a little bit more, or even more, this week, and go for a game of Cruise Shag Mary. Oh, like so, Gavin and <laughs> So, I've got Dolly Parton, right. Dot for Me Stenders, mm. and Caitlyn Jenner. Who's Dot for Me Stenders? The wee, like, petite old lady who's about 95. Right. She's loaded. Smokes about 40 a day. She's loaded, obviously. She'll marry her. She'll die soon. <laughs> she's only on these tenders. You get Dolly Parton there? I'd shag her. What did we kill him to? You need to go a cruise with that. How? Who wants Caitlyn Jenner? Is that the dad? The Bruce Jenner? Transgender. Right, okay. With that. So, I'd go a cruise with, with Bruce. <laughs> I'd, Bruce. I'd marry Dot and I'd shag Dolly. Alright. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> with it being born, I think I'd probably the exact same. Right. Why? Uh, Explain your reasoning. Show sure you're working. <laughs> well, it'd be quite interesting to get Bruce's take on his, um, his uh, Olympic uh, achievements. Right. You said. Very, very <laughs> sensible answer. As a cruise you said marry Dot? Aye. You marry Dolly? No, she, don't more... ask me then. Tell me what I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's more attractive. So you, they're having. You're not listening to me, but okay. <laughs> Dolly's got money and she's got to die, and he won't fuck with money. Dolly's fucking skint. Ah, but I don't want Dolly to die. I'd rather shag Dolly. If I marry Dolly, I'd rather shag. That's just a one. That's a just one and out, one and done. Like you're finished. No, we didn't state that. It's just a shag. Like it's just one. Well, the best he's ever had, Great best song. 10 seconds ever, so she'll definitely be coming back. So what back. would you do then? Oh, I'd swap that about, I'd marry Dolly. But you'd go on the cruise with Caitlin. Caitlin, and then just get over with the dot, like, as quick as I can. Fuck, you'd love it. <laughs> you'd make it last as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Big smile on your face. You enjoying that, son? <laughs> oh, that's grim. <laughs> right, uh, next. Dave, have you a question for us? Would you rather? Oh, would you rather? Be a world-renowned rock star, mm-hmm. or score the winning goal for your country in the World Cup final? Score the goal. I think score the goal because. Coming for a musician. I bet if you if you score the goal, you're gonna get pinch paid for you for the rest of your life. But if you're a rock star musician, ah, uh, you can afford 
the pints for the rest of your life. But you're still getting paid for you though. A lot of them are all fucking broke. I'm trying. I was just trying to make a point about the reverence that you get for the goal. You know. The, yeah, you, the, well, the country would remember your name for. Well, that, that's funny you said that. Right? So you're saying you get pints bought for you forever. So sadly, you only to found out that the England World Cup winning keeper Gordon Banks died, mm-hmm. and he not so long ago tried to auction his World Cup winning medal to raise money for his children. I don't know was he that poor. I don't know if he was that poor, but he obviously wasn't that affluent. So back in those days, though, they weren't. I know it's different times. That was the sixties mm-hmm. compared to now, but. Aye. you're going to be remembered but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be well off mm-hmm. sounds like you made some poor life choices after he stopped playing football <laughs> well you're being quite, being quite down. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> what would you think well the, the man actually had to cut his career short because he lost an eye in a car accident Ross so could Ross your own a nightmare tonight you'd come back to your stint a few weeks ago talking about people with no hands sensible advice what would you pick Dave Oh, it's definitely the goal. <laughs> uh, just give, give me pillars for ten minutes there, and you pick the exact same <laughs> fucking thing. You're, you're going with pints. I'm going with the goal because was a point Scotland about... will never win a World Cup final. So I'm I'm living <laughs> as the lotus eater. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely drawn. Um, right, my question's a bit darker. Uh, what the fucking making poor life choices? <laughs> that guy that's blind in one eye. <laughs> well, I don't think he's got to say in this one. So I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was about two friends that got lost in the desert um, and after four days one friend asked the other to kill them because they were dehydrated, both of them were dehydrated. Did they record it then? And they didn't, what? Did they record the podcast? <laughs> no, it was a, a podcast about this. So. Alright. Um, Alright. <laughs> well I did say, I did say, I was listening to a podcast the other day about two friends who, got, who got, yeah about them. Alright, okay. Anyway, arseholes. Uh, so, you all there. so they didn't think they were going to be rescued and they asked them to kill um, and I was thinking well what would you guys do if you were in desert with me and I was begging you to kill me would you do it take your cell you wanker <laughs> fucking get me do your dirty work for you <laughs> I'm quite similar I would need to be in a desert to be asked that to do it. <laughs> but what was his how would they have killed him like what so they had a knife well, knife yourself <laughs> Fucking that's pish. Well, he's clearly no, he's clearly not that determined to die. Then, if he's not willing to do it himself, I don't, I don't think you can imagine what it would feel like to be in either position and want to kill yourself like that, or ask your friend to kill you. Right. It'd been right down in the dumps. I think obviously yeah. being stranded in the desert's not ideal. Beating sun down and you freezing at night, dehydrated, but aye. A human's purpose is survival. Uh-huh. That's you've just got that survival instinct, so yeah. it's always a tough choice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fish. Well, it's a cop out. Well, they done it, and uh, as he just finished burying, like, so he, the ground was obviously hard to bury him, in, so he covered them in stones. Like the, uh, so did he kill him? Kill him? Is that a true story? It's a true story. Yeah, yeah. The boy got put in jail for two years for it because the parents believed that he, he was the son of that begged them to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, but he'd just finished burying him basically, and two guys came and rescued him, or rescued him. Jeez, yeah. And he was I, like, I've killed my pal, and he's right there <laughs> under all these stones. Because they said, they said for, for the, the two days, buzzards and vultures were just circling. 
So that must have been pretty depressing. He's That's a stemmer. They basically knew they were for they it. They were just aye, waiting on him. Aye. Um, so did the buzzards and vultures get no, the power? No, because that's why he covered them in rocks so they couldn't get to him. And then they, they get rescued, like, I don't know, about a couple of hours later, and then they took the body, they took the body away. I do have another similar story that I can tell quickly that you might want to <coughs> look up. It was in Mexico. I think this was recently, in the last few years. And it was these two workers on a wee fishing boat. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a storm coming, but because they're poor and they kind of had to work for the day, they couldn't like put off not going fishing. So they went out in this wee tiny boat and it got further and further swept to shore and they just had no chance of making it back. Mm. And they drifted, they just kept drifting uh, when their engine cut out far into the, I think it's the Pacific Ocean uh, on that side of Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, and they were drifting for months and months before one of the guys died. Mm-hmm. And, uh, months? Months. How were they surviving? Were they catching they fish? Were, they were catching turtles and they sort of, when it was when it wasn't raining. Uh, they could collect rainwater in mm. a wee bottle that they had, but when it wasn't raining they were co- killing turtles that they collected and drinking their blood. Jesus so that's how they were staying hydrated. And they were catching fish and birds that landed on their boat and all that. But anyway, so one guy died after so many months. So then you go. How how were they eating the bugs and the fish? Just raw? Just raw. And that's how one of the guys died. The first guy died. Because right. uh, they felt like they, they got ill from eating all the raw food and he just passed away. Anyway, and the guy start, the guy kept drifting for over a year and a half. I think it was about a year and a half Jeez. in this way. And uh, he eventually landed ashore on an island, like just purely by chance. And then a year and a half in the water? A year and a half. Okay, and yeah. for over half that, he was himself after the guy died. But when he came back, the family of the other guy were trying to sue him because they said, well, you obviously ate the guy. Like, Where you know, is he? Did they throw him overboard? I, I don't think there's, there's not many details on that part of the story but there were, they were I would like questions to, about I it I mean I would like to think you threw him overboard because I mean that's, that's got pretty grim you're, you're, that <laughs> you're sitting there fucking house. look lively it's, it's deteriorating right next to you it's survival you know it's, 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 it's a hard it's in the night out and you're sitting watching me deteriorate <laughs> it's not bad way it's getting only getting worse somebody take that beer off him but I, I can't remember the guy's name but you can google that and look it up if you're interested it's quite a good story that's grim. Yeah. That is grim. Yeah. I can't, that's mentally thing. It just shows you how big and unexplored the sea is. Oh, yeah, especially the fact that he's a year and a half, five percent, no one plane, boat, or anything's came across him. Came across him. Th- well, well, he did say that a Chinese ship did pass them, and he was waving and trying to get their attention, but they didn't stop. And that was the only ship that passed them. What do you think, Rima? I'll tell you what's wrong. They obviously never had an anger room on that ship. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. They were loads of cleaners. I think he drifted about 13,000 kilometres. <laughs> so where, where did they end up? I can't remember. It was quite close to Asia. So from Mexico all the way across the Pacific to a wee small archipelago of islands. 13,000 kilometres away. So you look that up. It's really interesting. No, it was interesting. Um... Perfect, and I think that'll do us for those questions. Let's go on to the minute moan. Okay, Dave, what are you wanting to moan about this week? I'm on a timer. You are, will be on a timer. Are you ready? Let's go for it. Three, two, one. So I think it's a great bit a lot of people, but driving in general, right? But specifically people who don't indicate. I've had two very close mm-hmm. calls in the last week on the motorway with mm-hmm. people who don't indicate. Mm-hmm. And it's usually an arsehole that's perched in the outside lane. So you're in a three-lane motorway in the inside lane. You're needing into the middle lane to overtake a car. But some arsehole who's been sitting in the outside lane decides just to career over, 
and nearly wipe you out and you get made look like the bad guy because technically you're giving way to the right but mm-hmm. how are you meant to know this guy's going to cut in if he's not got an indicator on mm-hmm. so I had two close calls during the week and it just it's, it's fucking really does not it really does not it's right in and it's just because it's happened in that last two last week I've had two incidents and it's fucking stuck out in your mind stuck out my mind and it's been van drivers the two times oh so I big hate to you, but that'll be my minute up. So that's your that's minute. Sweet. Well that's done. Perfect. That, that was perfect. Aye. We get a great about driving, don't we? We do. We do hate driving. Somebody wants to do that every week. I hate to continue the theme of driving, but mine's is, well, mine's happened. Mine's isn't technically a driving thing. It's more about when I was sitting in traffic. What happened? Is that started? No, I'm going to start when you're when you hit start. Three, two. So I was sitting in traffic, as I was saying the other day. Um, and the car in front of me, brass as you like, rolls his window down and just chucks a McDonald's cup oh. with what appeared to be half of a milkshake of some kind oh. out their window. Like, n- honestly, brass as ever just chucks it out the window, not a care in the world, there's no embarrassment. How can you not hold on to it? Yeah. Just hold on to it, get home and put it in the bin. Why is that difficult for people to do? The worst one I've ever seen, I was sitting outside McDonald's, God, there's a theme here. Um, I was sitting outside McDonald's again and uh, I was eating my food and stuff like that and the car in front of me was parked up and they were obviously doing something pretty similar, that's how it works. And uh, I see the car door open, full bag of obviously rubbish that they'd finished, plops it down outside their door and closes it, but they don't even drive away, they just sit there. Arseholes, don't let that's for a minute. I think the last one maybe just was on the mark. Get out, that was right, wasn't it? Perfect. But, oh, littering, man. Sometimes, sometimes the milkshake just starts not tasting right, so it's got to go. <laughs> it's got to go, can't even sit in the car, it has to go. <laughs> but what would you even do when you're behind a car like that? Because you, you, you beat the horn, like, what, what's going to, what are you going well, to try to accomplish? Not so much in that one because it was in traffic, but see the one where I was, we were both sitting parked? I wanted to, I wanted to go over and chat with them and go, what the fuck Aye. are you doing? But you didn't. I didn't, of course, because it was a van, so I wasn't sure if they were big hardy bastards, but it was like a woman big and her husband. Was a, really they were big fat bastards. Yeah. And, uh, it was a big bag. It was a, it was a, it was a big <laughs> bag, but honestly, opened the door, leaned out, dropped it in the ground and shut the door and they sat there and they were still there. I bet there was a bin right next to them. Uh, there was no bin. No, there was a bin just across the car park. They could have drove up to it and put it in the bin, but they didn't. They just opened the door and dropped it. It was disgusting. I hate letting. I hate letting. That's poor. Aye. I will occasionally. <laughs> throw. <laughs> throw the odd cup at the window. No, throw an apple, then an apple, and a banana. That's different, but. Is, it a, is that different? Well, because I feel it's different. It depends when you're throwing it on concrete. Well, I usually throw it on your field. That's alright. That's going to decompose after a few days. Yeah, that's what I think. Feeds a few. Go back in there. Where I park my car at work, I usually eat an apple when I finish on my walk up to the car. <laughs> and I always throw the corn, there's a wee bit of soil, and there's about eight apple cores sitting there at the minute. That's how Dave knows he's way to work, because there's about ten apple trees. That's probably <laughs> a good thing. You're repopulating uh, the apple tree. Right. Dave's apple tree. Yeah, we could start a wee company. <laughs> Dave's apple trees. <laughs> Just fucking litter. It's <laughs> a slogan. Give us a pip. So. <laughs> Did you know class that is littering? Cause I nah, don't. not that. Not if you're thrown organic matter. Technically it's no, but I don't, I don't, I don't even eat in the motor, so because it's not illegal. But yeah, but I don't. <laughs> is it? I think so. 
Is he in the league in the middle? And while you're driving, I've heard that before. Like, yeah. I think it is. Well, he's drinking? Like, no alcohol? No, like a drink or juice or that. That's a bottle of brandy. Because <laughs> glass. Because I, I always remember when I was when I was a wee boy, I used to go to nursery and I used to get picked up. Right? <laughs> I, I used to get picked up in a taxi and taken to the nursery. It was always the same taxi driver that done it. I think his name is Martin. And he always shout used, out to Martin. He always used to. <laughs> Do drink, you know? Used to always drink a bottle of coke, and I always vividly remember the adverts on the telly. Don't drink and drive. And I always used to be sitting in the back of that taxi. Fucking terrified like this. This guy's drinking and driving. He's be doing that. It's against the law, but obviously it's made in alcohol. But I <laughs> feel it was probably a bottle of work in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I never knew. Yeah, is that illegal? I, well, I, I don't think it can be. Because why, why do you have drive through coffee shops? Surely mm, you can have that. And uh, petrol stations, you can get coffees to go. Or drive-thrus in general? Uh, drive-thrus in general. Uh, I don't know. It rings a, a bell being illegal, same with smoking, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Smoking if you've got a kid in the car, I think. Yeah, you can smoke, but you, only if you've not got a kid in the car. I think they're looking to ban smoking right. in cars, because you usually see it, the first thing people do when they get into cars with are smokers is spark a fag. Right. And they're more interested in doing that than going at fucking lights and stopping and There's <laughs> people on the phones that are worse, but we could we could literally talk about people driving okay, yeah. money. Um, Fourteen minute moan. Make everybody walk <laughs> <laughs> Pedestrians are right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Ross, your minute moan starts now. Right, I hate disgusting manners. I might have touched on this before, but especially in a closed space like an office. <laughs> a good what a good example of this. Is this wee dick who used to work in the same office? He's left now, so I'll talk about it. So every day he'd sit there and just a few seats away from me and he'd grog and he'd snort all day like through his nose. Like, I'm not even going to do it because it's disgusting, Andy. And it used to make my blood boil and I just wanted to punch me cunt right in the throat and tell him that just use a fucking tissue and blow your nose and it would alleviate the symptoms rather than fucking grogging and snorting every 10 seconds. So anyway, in an office, this type of thing, it's a bit delicate as you don't want to just turn around and call him out on it, saying that that's bogging and he should blow his nose. Uh, some folk are wee snowflakes and uh, they would use that as an excuse to run to HR and write a complaint against you for bullying or for something like that. So one day when he was proper going for it, I immediately just offered him a tissue and he said, no thanks. And uh, I was like, okay then, get me to fuck. Uh, just you sit there continuing to have a wee blocked nose and throat and making disgusting and distracting sounds all throughout the day, wee prick. <laughs> Yeah, team. Well done. Um, I think you need to stop playing these violent video games and listen to rap music, Ross. Cause you're seeming awfully violent now. Uh, get some back one. <laughs> Something to get the boats up. Um, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's a lack of awareness, I think. They don't, uh, yeah. they don't realise I don't think he's aware of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're doing it. But it's he's uh, obviously, obviously in a habit. But some people do. Uh, it is a habit. It's not that they need to do it. It's just, it's just part of their. Like, they're just. Uh, I've seen myself doing it occasionally. Aye, but cold. like in a in a office and all that, like every day. Two guys just no well Ross and you've <laughs> ridiculed him. Ah, he's a smoker. Get up. Probably- oh, no, well, 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 that's yeah. that, that. That is it's a smoking thing, right? Yeah, my brother, he'll get out of his bed in the morning and he'll first thing he'll do is open the window and a fag cigarette, whatever you want to call it. Aye. And he coughs his lungs up. I'm like. Why don't you fucking quit smoking? Aye. Oh no, I need to, I need to. But coughs his lungs. It sounds an absolute agony coughing his lungs up, but they continue to smoke. And there. It's easy. Aye. It's easy to tell somebody to stop when you don't do it. I understand that, but I when you said smoker, a lot of smokers are like that. I'm not telling them not to smoke, I just don't fucking. Nah, you won't. Grog all your flame up in the office, man. Aye, he's fucked off now, so good riddance. Good riddance, exactly. 
I think that'll do it for a minute one. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, move on. Uh, it'll be a play on Truth or Dare, but instead of that, it's going to be Fact or Joke. Ross. Yes. Fact or Joke? Hmm. I'll go with Fact. Fact. Let's hear it. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me one. No, because you. I'm always joking. I've got one. Prick. <laughs> so, was that a joke? <laughs> right. Did you know that? So that this is it's got a lot to it. So the curse this is a did you know one? Kinda. <laughs> right. So yeah. There's a couple bits. Right. So the current human population is seven point seven billion. Right. And if everyone was to form a human chain, is that exactly seven point seven well, billion? They've got a. I'll give or take one or two. They've got a population clock online that's kind of taking the average and I can add into it every second uh, so 7.7 billion and if we were to form a human chain you wanker uh, and we were to take the average height of a UK male and female just for example then that chain would be long enough to wrap around the world 326 times mm. how's your how's your which height got to do with a human chain but how well, are you linking arm to arm see I thought it was arm to arm as well but you said no, head to toe no no it's to do with the uh, Da Vinci's Vitruvian Man, like the proportions oh, yeah, of a like man. You, that your, your wingspan height. is the same height. Yeah, your your height. height. Exactly. So that's that's how tall I am. Uh, you can finger finger tip to finger tip. So, but I thought I'd carry on because that's not really that's it it's good. Like it, yeah. Sorry, it's good, but it's great radio and able holding his arms out. <laughs> so I'm on this height. God, you're quite tall. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so but the actual largest human chain ever formed. <laughs> was in, in January in India with an estimated 20 million people taking part and they covered a distance of 7,017 miles cool so that's quite big that's quite good yeah. so that's my fact that's interesting yeah, that was rudely interrupted by you two opening up your fucking arms <laughs> no I'm, 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 I'm bigger than that no, nah bish get the mission tape I think you're bigger than your arms send them send your pant drawer Andy fuck get up Um. The, I'll go fact or joke next if we can finish on you fact I'll, or joke fact, fact or joke, joke. fact okay. we're just nice and short so we all yeah. facts like a knob it's a bit longer than that um, do you know if you started with a penny and doubled it each day it would only take you 27 days to become a millionaire yeah. I've heard this but um, <clears throat> How? I mean, that's fine for the first few days. So you're doubling it to times up to four, times two, eight, goes up and up, 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 and then, like, obviously, the higher you're getting. 27 days? 27 days, I. Because you eventually get, you get like a tenner, £20, £40, £60, £80. He's shown his two times table. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't get it, so I fucking do get it. You're sitting there scratching your head. I don't know. I, I don't think. You, I don't think that would be right. Have you worked? I've worked it. I checked it. I. Is it? Aye, that's right. Aye. Did you do your two times table as well? <laughs> I know what you're saying because I've heard of a whole save a penny a day for a year, and I think you work out about six hundred and thirty-five pounds. So the first day you save a penny, second day you save two pence. Mm-hmm. Third day, three pence. Fourth day, four pence. Obviously, day 100, you're saving a pound. Aye. Day 101, you're saving a pound. One day, 300, you're saving three pounds. Aye. So, obviously... <laughs> that's shite. I'd much rather do Andy's and be a millionaire after 27 days. days. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't get... 
I mean, it's a nice thing to illustrate how kind of easy it can be to save sometimes, but it's, unre- it's a bit unrealistic when you start getting into. I made I made four hundred pound a day, and now I need to make eight hundred pound tomorrow. Uh-huh. So it's, it's interesting. Twenty seven days. Try it for yourself. Zero point zero one uh, into your calculator times by two, and then just keep going up and up and up. That take you twenty seven presses of the equals button to get to one million three hundred thousand something like that. Is it twenty seven presses? Because obviously, if you've got four pound, and then the next day, is it? And then the next day, you're getting eight. <laughs> but so, no, but so then you get two times. <laughs> so then you've got eight, but have you no really got twelve? Because if you're making eight the next day, you've still got that four for the day before, and are you just doubling what you've got? You're just doubling each time, man. Right. So you're just doubling your money every day rather than <laughs> having that and then, right. Aye, aye, aye. Sorry if it wasn't clear. <laughs> right, anyway. Dave, you use your two fucking accountants, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing this, right? Let me see, let me see who's your millionaire first then. Dave, <laughs> um, yeah, factor joke. I'll go a fact as oh, well. We're a very informative podcast. <laughs> There's no laughs allowed. <laughs> Over ninety nine percent of species that have ever lived on Earth are now extinct. Yep, that's good. Mm. Thanks. See you on that one, right? But if you keep doubling it, there'll be a million <laughs> species. Do you know that there's more time between when dinosaurs? About is ten, that my fact? Just is, uh, <laughs> no, this is part of your fact. <laughs> Shit, if you can fact. argue, if you can argue, but the existence of humans when that started, but between. The general consensus of when humans first entered the earth and when dinosaurs went extinct, there's more time, there's, sorry, there's less time between that than there was from the latest dinosaur to the earliest dinosaur. If you know what I mean? So dinosaurs live longer than. No, so so like 500 million years ago, there was dinosaurs kicking about apparently, but the period that dinosaurs were kicking about was like thousands of millions of years ago. That makes sense. Anyway. Well, the other one they say is. Old dinosaurs had tiny holes, well, not, not tiny, but holes in their skulls, like windows in their skulls, to allow for expansion and contraction. And uh, the biggest dinosaur skull ever recovered was the size of a car. Aye. You wouldn't want that one chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One bite. One bite's weaned. Um, perfect, I'll do it for fact or joke. Uh, philosophical pondering. Guys, big question needs answered. Do aliens exist? Yes. Dave. Do. Absolutely. They do. Okay, let's, let's hear it. Well, would you define as an alien anything not from this planet? An extraterrestrial, yes. It'd, it'd be absolutely planet. idiotic to believe that we're the only living things in this solar system. Because as they say, our solar system's a grain of sand on a beach of other solar systems, which is a grain of sand on another beach mm-hmm. of solar systems. So yeah, there's, there's more stars than there are grains of sand. So there's ab- absolutely no chance that we are the only surviving species in, I don't know what you would call it, universe, universe, galaxy. Ross, if you, Aye, well, if you concur. I agree with that, but I think the point you were making to try and spark a debate was about kind of intelligent life I would possibly. say right okay yeah let's go intelligent life in that but case. I, I do agree with you because there's like uh, there's a hundred billion stars in our galaxy and there's a hundred billion galaxies what do you mean universe. what do you mean intelligent life well like we fucking fannies float about with green heads and like one eye in their head like well, and aliens, aliens like kind of 
Beans. I think Ross has explained it terribly. I think intelligent <laughs> fannies with green heads. Intelligent life is in uh, a species or beings who are able to travel through space and, and who've got a civilization. Aye. So this is what I come here. But what we're asking <laughs> is, do you think those those types of that type of? Life I, th- I don't exists? think that's the right question to ask. I think a more important question to ask is how can we find out if that if they do exist that kind of life because. Uh, we know, Area 51, no. The government, no. <laughs> no, but I think we're, we're kind of limited in how we can find uh, intelligent life like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's because we really don't know a lot of things. There was something the other day we were talking about that was these scientists were looking at this object in outer space, and I can't imagine what it was compared to, but they said, oh, it's this huge 3D object, and they changed one camera angle. And the thing was flat, and that was <laughs> just in the outskirts of our solar system. Mm-hmm. And they believe that they could see miles and miles outside the solar system, but you clearly can't. Seeing your solar system, do you do you mean just our sun and the planets around that, or do you mean the Milky Way galaxy? Just I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure what what it was specified as, but yeah. that was them. Um, all this technology and it was a three D object. And they they turned the camera lens. A Scottish measurement of a ball here, and <laughs> it was flat. <laughs> so, I don't think we're getting any, there's any chance of uh, finding that kind of intelligent life because the nearest star to us is with our current technology, it would take 70,000 years mm. to reach to get to, it. to reach that current star. And I've also I wrote this down so I don't mess anything up, but I've read about radio frequencies that are kind of used as, a, as an example to mm. detect life out there like we've beamed out signals in the past to yeah. try analog or digital I'm not boffins it'll be analog but when you fire a radio transmission across a huge direction like mm-hmm. to try and reach the most people as possible uh, it weakens the strength of the signal like by a lot uh, and also the signals they can't go through like large bodies so you can't like fire a signal through a planet so if a satellite's orbiting like the moon or Jupiter or whatever they can't signal through the planet so when they come out of view or out of focus of Earth they're temporarily kind of almost in hibernation like they can't keep, we can't communicate with them mm. so when you think about the distance between us and anything else also all the things that might be in that space yeah. and how difficult it can be to communicate from that length of time like the Voyager 2 spacecraft which is the furthest object we've sent it's just recently left our solar system in the last couple of years. Like same question uh, I asked Dave. Our solar, our solar system. system. So, so it's just, it just went past the... Uh, like Pluto, where, if you're... If they, where, I, where the kind of... Yeah, right, I was the, the, okay. the belt or the Kuiper belt mm-hmm. at the very far edge. And uh, that's predicted to lose signal between Earth in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even that knows where Earth is and it can beam a really strong signal in the exact direction of Earth and that's going to lose its kind of capability to transmit to us in the next mm-hmm. couple of years. So... I think the chance of discovering any kind of intelligent life beyond what we know mm-hmm. is pretty much impossible. But I think there will be, you can discover like extraterrestrial life in our solar system, like they talk about Europa all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> so, so but my, my, my argument would be is if, if there is intelligent life, right, why haven't they made contact with us? Found us? Why, well, why, could, why wouldn't they have come and found us? Maybe they've seen what we've done to your planet and don't want in the debates. I know I keep going on about the radio transmission thing, but there's so much radio disturbance here on Earth. I know, I know it sounds daft, but microwaves... So, so here's, uh, here's a question, sorry, just so we're not getting bogged in a new mm-hmm. radio series. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
if we are assuming, which is a massive assumption, of course, that other intelligent life have the desire to find out if there's other intelligent life out there as well. Mm-hmm. The universe has been around for so long that it's had plenty of time to develop civilizations way more advanced than us that would have been able to do this and have the technology to do that much much more easily or easier than us. Yeah, but you're thinking, how long did it take for us to develop on life? But that's the on point. Earth? So, Billi- I think, what, three-something billion yeah, years? Yeah, that's the point, but to think how old the universe is. The universe but the universe is, is constantly expanding, so we're constantly moving further away from everything that's in so, it. But here's a, here's a question, right? There's a, there's a, there's a famous um, physicist, uh, Professor Fermi, right? And he, he was sitting, it was, I think it was in the 80s or the 70s or the 80s, and he was just like that. Where is everybody? And the Fermi right, paradox. The Fermi paradox, exactly. Thank you. Um, surely, he, what he's he's suggesting is that we, sh- the Earth, should be teeming with alien life as well as our own. Um, purely based on the fact that the universe is so old that there should be so many times that civilizations have risen and fallen, risen and fallen. Well, maybe over that time. Maybe we have before, right? Maybe to your dinosaur ages there was humans, and they made contact with. It might be even dinosaurs made contact with extraterrestrials intelligent life. Being through their hole in their head. And if, <laughs> no, but you don't know. No, you don't. You, who's to say you haven't, right? And they've decided, or maybe even there was human life then, and they fucked off to another planet. Or very, another solar very, very good point, Dave. I'm so glad you brought that up. So, there's there's drones and caves and things and that are in, on Earth right now of man and dinosaur. And this, like, like these drawings show dinosaurs and stuff, but apparently humans weren't alive for hundreds of millions of years after the dinosaurs went extinct. So how where they where this where's this come from? I don't believe that at all. No, I, I mean I'm with you. I don't believe that we were never around. Yeah, aye. I, you don't know, but I, there's so much we don't. There is that's the point. There's so much we don't know. And see, really, see all the scientists telling you this is what's happening, that's what's happening, that's what's happening. They they're all theories, they're theories exactly. that's constantly correcting themselves. I guarantee you, right, you could have the brainiest guy, apparently, in the world sitting next to you and telling you all this shit, right, and you could say to him, don't touch that wall, mate, it's wet paint, and, he, and he, would t- <laughs> he, would t- he would touch it just to see if you were right or not. Yeah, but you can't, you've not got that ability to touch his wet paint. No, but that, that's the thing, see when because he feels like to you. Oh, so this solar system, this, 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 because when I'm at school, I'm like, this guy's an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. And he goes, don't touch that, oh, it's wet paint, you'd but touch it off. Fuck's what it is. But you're believing everything. Uh, they're telling you about other things. Oh, uh, I get you. I get Question everything. I thought you were saying, like, oh, he's saying all this, he's saying all this, but you say to him, he's doing that. No, sorry, he can, I'll he can do it the check, But he can, he can physically check and say if you're telling the truth, whereas we can't. There's no way of us to Aye, well, that, that, that. that as well, but I did yeah. board it wrong the first time. But, but it, it, makes makes sense both ways. Yeah, it makes sense both ways. Is that in your hand, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you not to touch that. <laughs> Can't help myself. But it is, it's, into, like, it's, it's, uh, it's a weird one. Um, I don't think we'll ever, ever know. I think, we'll, I think we'll know in the next 50 years. I don't whether know. there is... Or do I, you think they're living among us now? No, I'm, I'm talking about like simple life on Europa or maybe discovering that there was past life on Mars. Or who's to say that we de- evolved on Earth? Who's to say we weren't... And we came come, down we've came, we've not came from another Well, they say the stars fell out of the sky. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah. And that's what started us and we all started from an amoeba, mm-hmm. which was an aquatic form of life. Mm-hmm. And then it came out. 
It's a you ever heard the Sam Sparrow song, Black and Gold, mm-hmm. if the fish swim out of the ocean, mm-hmm. grew legs and they started walking. Yeah. That's, that is what they say happened. That's we were in amoeba, fish came out, yeah. developed into monkeys and whatnot. <laughs> Climbing big, trees. Big there, bye. No, no, but this, no, no, this, no, this is the point. Aye. This is the point. Okay. There's not, there's not actual any evidence. There's some massive evolutionary, evolutionary leaps made to get to where we are right now that can't be explained. And they say, and there's, the there's no, there's no, ev- there's no. It's pretty well laid out by Darwin's. No, no, that's that's what they tell. But there's there's some Who leaps that? there. There's some leaps there that don't make sense. There's there's big gaps. Where we've went from being, I don't know, uh, walking on all fours to being bipedal, but there's a this is a this is an example. That's probably isn't a fact, but there's a big missing bit there to say, well, where was the transition? It just seemed to happen. That doesn't ha- that doesn't happen. Evolution. I'm, I'm almost certain that if we got an anthropologist, then they could answer any of your questions and I'm point out any. But it still touch the wet paint. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. I, but I'm pretty sure the, there is there is. I need to this because I never, I never researched that because I was not the question, but because we went a wee detail but that I, I know for a, for a fact because I've, I've heard about it <laughs> I've heard about that wet paint but um, <laughs> but seriously there is there is these massive assumptions made where there's no evidence to back it up when it comes to evolution we'll need to research this further well, yeah we should research we, should, we can look at this um, in a few weeks and see what we, what we think mm-hmm. but uh, I think um Unless anybody else wants to say anything no, else, I think that we should do is for philosophical. My hands are covered now. Too much radio. <laughs> too much analogue. No, quick, quickly, talk about extraterrestrials and uh, Mars. Back to the actual you, question. You, you're going on about Mars. How we've got that. I'm going on about it. I never no, no, so shut up about Mars. You've got Mars bars, but you've, you've got that. Did they say Mars? I said it once. <laughs> you never said back in your on about Mars. There you go, I can't even get my point on you. Sorry, right, so you've got your, your spacecraft, your, your buggy that they've just lost contact with. Aye, it's just went how, in how, how long has it been in there? Uh, since 2004. How quick does it move? Like, As, oh, it's, it only, speed. It only moved 40 miles in its entire 15 so, years. So there you go, what's to say? There is life on Mars and not going fucking keep away from that thing. They could quite easily keep away from it. No, but that's what I'm saying. If they, if, if they don't want to be found, they'll not be found. No, but when they're talking about life on Mars, they're talking about David single celled, like, orga- like simple life organisms. Aye, but that's what I'm saying. And pockets there of could, water. There could Even be. You can move faster than this buggy with the sounds yet. <laughs> there could be human like life on Mars and they don't want to be located and this thing's in no position obviously no now because it's need but this thing's in no position to ever keep up and track them or like they could walk just, faster than this thing right. but it sounds like no, you, you could crawl faster than that for fuck's sake point well made aye um, aye so you can stop going on about Mars now or I'll shut up about Mars <laughs> Fucking Mars, Mars, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that'll do it for philosophical ponderings. Let's go to some recommendations. Hey, Ross, actually, you know what? I'll do recommendations I'll first, first purely because oh, that's right, it, <laughs> <laughs> it ties in with um, just that philosophical, philosophical ponderings. There's a podcast um, that I've been listening to recently. It's called The End of the World with Josh Clark. Uh, and what it does is it looks at the big fi- uh, big questions that we face as a humanity and, and it interviews multiple experts 
um, and how to prepare and avoid potential disasters, but also about the universe forming and different potential theories and where life on Earth is and or sorry, where life for other planets are. Very interesting informative podcast. Gives you loads of different scary scenarios that you've never thought of before and how we're kind of potentially adding to our own potential demise. It's really, really interesting. I would highly recommend listening to it. So it's The End of the World with Josh Clark. Was it on the, the iTunes podcast? The iTunes, it's an iTunes podcast, I um, I think you can get it in Spotify and things like that as well, but it's uh, I listen to it through iTunes and it's, it's really, really interesting. You just call it Andy14. That's <laughs> <laughs> really good, though. I would highly recommend it. Uh, I've not quite finished it yet, but I'm getting, I'm, I've got two or three um, more podcast ones to listen to, but the first one's fantastic. It talks about the Fermi Paradox and things like that we were touching on there, but it was really, really good. Um, so that's mine. Definitely. Ross? Uh, my submission for the attempt to attract advertising revenue section, um, <laughs> I mean, recommendation section, is uh, we spoke about it before in the show, uh, this show, uh, Gavin and Stacey. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know we've all seen it here, but I'd even recommend just rewatching it. And I've just I've watched all three seasons twice, and it's a bit of a silly recommendation, but I just find it to be a really oh, warm and a, and a hearty kind yeah. of fun show that makes you wish you were part of that kind of circle of friends and family and I'm only saying this because I'm a bit nostalgic about it because I've recently watched it rewatched, yeah, re-watched it but if you're looking for that kind of show that's the one it is very good it's funny it's uh, everybody's got a, the, the fact that the characters are so well written means that everybody's got their own favourite character nobody's mm-hmm. you could have a conversation with three or four different people and they would all say something different that mm-hmm. they like um, but I know you like Bryn don't you Dave Bryn he's weird Nobody likes Stacey. Well, maybe I like Stacey. Oh, no, no. Stacey. Br- 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 Br-
Mine's is quite a simple one. If the motion in the ocean is what counts, why is it only the big waves people care about? Mm. Very good. Ross? Uh, my thoughts for the road come from the late songwriter Warren Zevon, who, when yeah. he was asked... What? Yeah. Warren Zevon? He was asked... Well, you won't know him, obviously. You might know he's tuned Werewolves of London. Ah, uh, Chinese uh, menu. Aye, right, you can the song. But anyway, when he was asked uh, if he was any wiser about life and death upon being diagnosed with terminal cancer, he just simply said, enjoy every sandwich. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I bet you can, eh? Summer push. Summer shoe, aye. But summer push. That ties it. Try and enjoy every sandwich. Nah, Even some you just can't. You can give him a delt hand. Uh, well, why is the room's going to look for Chinese menus instead of sandwiches? Eh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave? How would you like to sign off? If someone says the paint's wet, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very good. Perfect. So uh, it looks like it's time for you to get out of my house. Uh, I've been Andrew McNamee, joined tonight by David McCallum and Ross Craven. We've been a night in with friends. Good night.